You can just say, hi, Magento people. No? Okay, you're too, <laughs> you're too shy. Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Sanasi, the creators of MageStack, the Magento operating system. Sanasi is the leader in high-performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. Check them out online at sanasi.com slash magetalk. And by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no-risk trial today at magemail.co. And by Dropship360 from Logic Broker. Magento merchants now have a solution for complete dropship automation. Check them out today at logicbroker.com. Hey, welcome to episode 20 of Mage Talk, the Magento podcast with Phil Winkle and <laughs> Kalen Jordan. Actually, his name's Phil Jackson, but Phil Winkle is his Twitter handle. <laughs> and uh, I can't get that. Phil Winkle is like forever embedded in my it's head. It's the best thing in the world. I love, it's I love my close. avatar. It's, it's pretty daggone close. I'll give you that. So this is 20 episodes. This is 20 stinking episodes, man. We're almost legal. That's a lot of, that's a, that's a hefty amount of episodes. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) We've, we've been really consistent too. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. I remember when we first, like, we're starting it, we're like, yeah, maybe we'll do it every other month or every (laughs) other year or something, (laughs) you know? So I think the Germans only made it 13 or 14 episodes. Ah, that's right. That's right. I remember early on we were like, we were like, well, we got to beat the Germans. Well, got to beat the Germans. Take that, Germans. <laughs> Dude, I love the Germans. I, I, I even They're have the more. I, I've always loved the Germans because how can you not love the Germans <laughs> if you're a Magento developer? But even more so, I've started to get uh, some, some yeah. uh, German and uh people from the Netherlands. How do you say it? Dutch. Dutch people. Yeah, right? Dutch. The Dutch. The Dutch and the Germans. And yeah. dude, they they kill it on the mage mails. That's yep. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You've broken into the uh to the market there. I have. I that's have what they call it, market penetration, if you will. Yes, it is. And and so apparently there is a there is a secretive uh Netherland uh Dutch Skype chat group where all sorts of activity happens. Nether Dutch. And I don't know. I've I haven't been on this group, but I've been told like, yeah, we were talking about abandoned carts on this on this group and they mentioned you and so it just nice. explo- exploded out of control. Nether so Dutch netherdutch.net. No. <laughs> um that's funny. So yeah. That's so cool. So yeah, very very cool. Well, there's very our plug cool. from Hmail. There's our plug for MageMail while <laughs> while I'm on the topic. Right at the top. Um, yeah. So I so I'm finally 100% officially full time. I'm I'm no longer an employee at Clean. Nice. Um, as of this Monday, I feel like is, that's happened. Like congratulations, but I feel like yeah, that's happened and it's three happened times like now. Seven times. Okay. Yeah, all right. No, I know. So I I, gra- I I very very gradually like reduced my hours from full time to seven hours a day to six hours to four hours to two hours. And, and now you're full time podcasting. Now I'm full time podcasting, <laughs> and uh, I hope we sell a lot of ads. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of cool. Nice. Um, yeah. Good for you, man. I'm and really what have happy you been up that. to with your bad self? A lot of traveling um, and uh, doing the podcast from the road right now, actually. Uh, but I had a couple weeks out. We uh, we just got back. 
last, I don't know, uh, what was it, last Friday I got back from uh, the Magento 2 Summit or whatever, I don't know what it was called. There was something, we went to in Austin, that was our live uh, show that we did. Um, And if you didn't get to listen to episode 19, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go listen to it because I think it's one of our best episodes ever. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. And that's, uh, it was episode 19 and that was with Fabrizio Branca and um, and Colin, Colin Mollenauer. And it was just awesome. And uh, that was a that was a real blast for us to have that episode uh, with them. So we've got to do some of that kind of stuff more often. I think uh, Imagine's coming up and and uh, I made, um, I made a not so, so subtle uh, recommendation to William Harvey who, as we all know, William Crush Wednesday, we love us some William Harvey. Um, I, I made a recommendation. I was like, hey, what if we do a live mage talk from the bar camp at uh, at Imagine? And he's like, oh, like, yeah, that he's like, well, well, like bar, true bar camp fashion, we'll put it on the board. And uh, and, you know, if it gets chosen, you guys can do a live mage talk. So we're going to need some mage talk listeners at Magento Imagine. Uh, to help uh, make that come to pass so we can do a live episode from uh, from Imagine, which would my, be really cool. My only problem is I'm 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 much cooler on uh, on the Internet than I am in person. That's not even true. So I just need one of those T-shirts that says, what have you seen those T-shirts? They say I'm I'm a big deal on the Internet or something. <laughs> <like that. laughs> I just need one of those. I'm a, those bad I'm a big deal on the internet. Yeah, we are. We're big deals on the internet. I'm, re- I'm really cool on the internet. But this is late April, right? So it'll be uh, still a couple months away. So April 20th through 22nd. Um, but that'll be cool. But I, I'm, I've been home maybe five days in the past two weeks. So I'm excited to get home uh, this weekend. Nice. And, uh, make and, some ho- make some homemade pasta. Yep, I'm gonna get back to uh, gonna get back to uh, my normal routine. It'll be really good. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll have a more a more sane podcast schedule, and we'll get back to our Tuesday releases pretty soon. Um, uh, but we haven't missed a week yet, and that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Very. Very nice. That's that's a very good thing. Uh, well, you've got I a have, bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of stuff, and I have a quick update on your favorite topic, my favorite topic, oh, no. all of our favorite topic, which Please. is Mage Mage Hero. Oh yeah, I like com. I like me some Mage Hero. I thought you were going to say the c word. No, not going to. I was setting you up there. I was setting you up there. <laughs> um, so there's this new feature called Connect on Mage Hero. Come on. <laughs> Just like, um, so, so no, the only thing I, I, that, uh, that, uh, I did is I implemented, I kind of tightened up the user list. So the, the listing of developers. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I think that's kind of cool. Like there's an availability indicator of who's available for hire. Nice kind of thing, and yeah, I mean it's it's actually not too too big of a deal, but but I guess the 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 only the big change there is that the ranking of developers now is just purely based off of post upvotes. Yep, um, as opposed to the previous system, which was user upvotes, and people didn't really get that. Like, what does it mean if I vote for a user or I don't vote for a user? So now it's a little simpler. It's like, hey, if somebody posts something interesting, you can upvote it. And and then what we'll do eventually is those user upvotes will turn into some kind of a follower system. So you can follow someone or not follow someone and we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, but yeah, it's been cool. There's been more people posting Um, right now. Simon Sprankle, a computer scientist, web and Magento developer is his title. (laughs) That's a pretty tight title. He's rocking the leaderboards. 
followed by Josh Warren, who we all know and love. And, uh, and then Alan McGregor is in the third spot. Magento practice lead and Magento mad scientist. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So yeah, cool. I'm, I'm trying to post up more stuff there and kind of nice. keep things. I'm, I'm pretty sad to lose my number four spot, but no, I know. I understand. I understand. I know how it is, but you just got to post it up, man. You got to post some 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 goodies up there. Oh man! Every time I post, it got deleted. This is not. I just don't know how to mage hero, bro. Do you even mage hero? Bro, do you even mage hero? Do you even mage hero right now? But oh, it's cool. it's it's cool, yeah. Because I think you what know. What else early, you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll move on. I'll move on. Um, There's like a million on. things today. I have a lot of things. I have a whole. I have a whole. We have a whole I, lot I, of things, and we don't know what any I of them had, are. I had a, I had a note that said full time mage mail, but I thought it said. I looked at it quickly and I thought I said fun time mage mail. <laughs> mage mail is fun time. Mage mail, fun time. Um, Me mage mail, long time. Okay, have you ever heard of Clavu Clavu search? Yeah, nope. Okay, so this is kind of neat. They actually one of my one of my buddies um, and a long time listener, long time listener, um, one of our one of our solid true listeners, Wes. Um, mentioned it to me. He he actually said that they were kind of in a similar space to Mage Mail or something like that as far oh, wow. as the customer segment. But and he said he and he said he liked them a lot. So so they have a search product um, with for Magento stores, and I checked it out. Um, there's a nice where is this sucker at uh, ZestBeauty.com is a is a I guess a, a customer of theirs where you can play with it a little bit. And so I finally checked it out. I was like, all right, let's see what all the hype is about. Cause Wes was, was super into it and stuff like that. And so, and then I, oh, and, and then I, I believe that it was, I believe that uh, mean B actually implemented the Magento module for them. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that was the case. And so I checked it out. Oh, I kind of like this. This is really it's neat. Pretty, it's pretty nifty. So it has a couple of cool features. So first of all, when you click on the search bar right away, it populates some recommendations for you. So it shows you popular searches, which is great because the first thing when you go to a search, you like click on the search and you're like, what am I going to search for? So right. right off the bat, that's good. Also, since I've done a couple of searches, it, yeah, has it a, keeps a your recent, recent searches. It yeah. has your recent searches, right? So you I like do the a UI search. of this. Like the UI it's, is really nice. It's but... kind of, yeah, no, no. I mean, I saw it and I was like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, so you do a search and it has like an image grid and you can filter by category. You can filter by, it has like a basic little embedded, uh, uh, what do you call those jobbies? The, the filters on the left. The layered navigation. Layered navigation. It has a little embedded layered navigation. And it's pretty neat. That was pretty much it. Yeah. And it has, you know, nice autocomplete and stuff like that. So I was, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. I like it. How can I, if I wanted this service or I wanted to suggest it to a client, how would I sign up for it? In order to sign up, go to magemail.co. No, pop in stop. Your, pop in your credit card. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, so I think that you can, we'll, we'll link it up. <laughs> we'll link it up in the show. Uh, let's make I it easy it's... for Joe, though, because I'm searching for Clay Vu. C-L-A-V-U. I have their Twitter. I have their Twitter handle. The Twitter handle is Clay Search. Can you spell and it? I can spell it. 
I, I actually I can't spell it. It's K L E V U S E A. I think I can spell it R C H. And then right. the link, the URL is clevu.com. So K L E V U.com. Dot com. You say clevu? K L E V U.com. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Is it not clevu? <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Actually, this is a good one because I've never, I've never heard it pronounced. You could be completely right. So there, we're we're gonna. Someone's find gonna out. like. I'm sorry. It's pronounced Clavu. <laughs> They're gonna say, "I am sorry. It is pronounced Clavu." <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. I'm kind of racist. I think that no. was it racist. That was Isn't just that a racist? French accent. You can't yeah. do a French accent. No, I don't think so. They're very sensitive. Oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. Uh, was, what uh, else we have? We have uh, a bunch of. Oh, by the way, if you want to suggest topics for the show, just tweet uh, Mage Talk Reminder hashtag Mage Talk Reminder. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my, oh, yeah. my specials. So my my problem is that the only like I've tried to use different like like reminder lists and yeah yeah and yeah. you know to do list apps and for some reason they just never really stick the only thing i use regularly is twitter and i favorite stuff if i want to see it again and whatever so i created this little hashtag that i use if i want to remember to talk about something and it works like a charm because before i started doing that i could never keep track of a list of stuff to talk about but right now that i do i have this whole gigantic list of stuff so something else uh i I don't want to go too deep. There's so much news to talk about. I don't want to go too deep into service recommendation, but go deep. Uh, there was something that you um, tweeted that I thought was really cool. Uh, is a product called Price Waiter, and oh, um, yeah. these guys are not paying us, by the way. Like we get no money for mentioning these services, but I think it's a really interesting um, technology. That's like it seems to be like this is the golden age of Magento services or e-commerce services. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's amazing. Like this stuff didn't exist five years ago. So, uh, but pricewaiter.com and pricewaiter is a service apparently that allows you to have a sort of eBay, um, best offer kind of functionality on your website. So you may suggest like as a shopper, you might suggest a price, um, that you're willing to pay for an item and in traditional retail, like that makes no sense. Right. But you might be running a store where, you know, maybe you're, it's like Etsy or, and it's like handmade goods or something. And you're actually a little bit negotiable on your price. Um, or you're running a store where, you know, maybe you have a drop ship, uh, type of a deal. And maybe you, you know, maybe if maybe you're willing to make uh, a little bit of a sacrifice of margin, um, to, to close the sale, you know what I mean? So apparently they have a bunch of, um, uh, really interesting, uh, metrics, that uh, apparently your incremental revenue can go up and so can your, uh, uh, like when people off make an offer, they're 25% more likely to actually buy, um, even if the offer is not accepted. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Oh, that's interesting. That's and interesting. Um, yeah. Because I was going to say the only thing I, the only thing I would worry about is like, you know, it's always tricky with discounts because right. you want to incentivize, but at the same time, you don't want to dilute the value of the product. And this seems like this kind of seems like the, the the definition of diluting the value of the products. I, well, I, I don't know, because the 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 definition of of diluting value would be giving something away for free. Right. And isn't the freemium model 
like the model to launch a product with these days. I I know it's not a tangible good that like in e-commerce you would sell, but maybe maybe you sell uh, albums online and you or you're like a band and you want people to be able to suggest their own price for something you know, like Radiohead did. There's all kinds of use cases where this might make sense, but. um, Yeah. Yeah. There's that, that with it, with music that seems to work and stuff, but like, I mean, it's, it's one thing like with a freemium. uh, Well, I mean, long-term freemium, I think is kind of dying, like in terms of having an always free plan, but like a free forever. Right. Yeah. But like a free plan with uh, like like a free 30 day trial is, is kind of the equivalent of like a free sample in e-commerce or something, but, right. but allowing the products to always be negotiated all the time seems Well, maybe there's a certain and, type of product or a class of product, like, or if you're yeah. running a marketplace and you want vendors to be able to accept offers, yeah. especially if it's like secondhand stuff, you know, when you're, when you're talking about like consignment or secondhand items, like used items or something like that, like, it makes perfect sense. Maybe you know. Maybe you just don't. It's market testing. You don't know what the market can withstand, like price wise. That's a and really so, good point. That's a really know. good point. Yeah, because uh, a lot of like a lot of times when you're thinking about pricing, and actually, I think recently, I, I was somebody, I think it might have been Simon Sprinkle, actually was was asking about how to price a Magento extension, right? And, you know, he's kind of getting feedback on that. And, you know, people are saying, well, you could look at other similar competitor extensions, see how they're priced. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I was saying, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really tricky. Like I, it's, it's hard, like it's hard to figure out how to price something. So that might be right. different for e-commerce product or for actual physical products that you're selling. But, uh, but, it, but that's a good point. And I'm, I'm looking at their feature set. They do have, it's funny because when I tweet this out, Cyril, uh, Cyril Schumacher, who, by the way, Met in in Austin for the first time. Super cool dude. Super smart. Super German. Super German. And uh, <laughs> super German. He's uh, show really, title. <laughs> he is kind of a super super German. He like he's been going nuts on on um, Magento two stuff. He's yeah, built a, yep. a, a twig templating engine. He was like, oh yeah, he got you guys. Yeah. By the way, I know you had that whole debate about twig i just went yeah. ahead and built it in like 150 and lines 150 lines nbd yeah. drops the mic i was like that was cool so but anyway he replied back and he was like oh yeah i implemented this feature back in 2009 <laughs> or 2006 i was like nice he's a beast but they have a ton of um they, it seems like they have a ton of features so they they have time binding offers exit intent offers um yeah so the, that's that's really cool stuff what I, else? Yeah. They've got priority support. I mean, come on. They've got priority support. Who else even does that? <laughs> they've got checkout redirect. I'm a little loopy this morning because can we can we just mention that it is currently <laughs> I got up at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. I don't know if we're it, on standard or daylight. No, you're standard right now. Um, and uh, so I'm a little bit loopy, but that's okay. I'm feeling it's, it. I'm going to be nice and fresh after it's, this. It's like 547. Go. It's like not even six o'clock in the morning for you right now. This is great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's Price Waiter. Yeah. Kinda but nifty. I, I think uh, let's take a sponsor break and uh, tell you about some awesome uh, companies that uh, help pay the bills around here. And we'll be back.
Mage Talk is brought to you in part by Sinassi Hosting. Sinassi is the creator of MageStack. They are a PCI DSS compliant leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. They run Magento Platform as a Service Stack for small, medium, and enterprise businesses, and they started about 180 pounds a month. You can find out more about them today at sinassihosting.com slash magetalk. And by MageMail. MageMail is the world's only SaaS-based triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk trial. Bring your customers back to your website with MageMail. Check them out today at magemail.co. And by Dropship360 from Logic Broker. Dropship360 allows Magento merchants to have a solution for complete dropship automation. Dropship360 allows merchants to easily add and rank vendors, view vendor inventory, configure order sourcing, and much more. Logic Broker is a Magento Gold technology partner. You should check them out today at logicbroker.com. Kalen, break it to us. Um, so actually, so the the um, trying to remember the details. Basically, eBay was it an investor report or a press release no, or something? It was a, it was an earnings call. Okay, you go ahead and break. Okay, it down. I'll go we ahead always, and break it to have, everybody. <laughs> we always have the details a little bit more solid. I'm a big picture guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, during the uh, earnings call. Uh, uh, for eBay, the fourth quarter and full year in results um, on January 21st, uh, eBay reported, you know, that started off really well. It's like, oh, well, the company's up like double digits. Mobile commerce grew 30 percent in the fourth quarter. Right. Um, you know, like you're you're hearing all these amazing, you know, figures that like, you know, p- the total like PayPal is up 24% in the fourth quarter and eBay enterprise up e- as well. eBay enterprise is up as well, which, which is what, which is what Magento's under. Exactly. And this is what makes the news in the, in the middle of the call, absolutely shocking, uh, <laughs> w- <laughs> which is uh, essentially uh, to quote, they say, uh, looking forward to 2015, we will be simplifying organizational structures to focus the businesses and ensure that we are set up to compete and win. So during the first quarter, we plan to reduce our workforce globally by approximately 2,400 positions, which represents about 7% of the total workforce. And that extends to the eBay Enterprise Group. That's um, encouraging. <laughs> we, um, that, but, but the layoffs are going to take place also across eBay Marketplaces and PayPal. Um, so I guess they're going to they're making it lean and mean right before the PayPal IPO, which we're all uh, assuming will come soon. And then they also go on to say we will also be exploring strategic options for eBay Enterprise, including a sale or IPO. Um, they go on to say that, you know, e- Enterprise has a really great business. It's a very strong business, um, but uh, they're really trying to um, to. I don't know. They're trying to simplify their business and 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 focus on, I guess, core competencies. Um, and then the next paragraph is essentially all about Carl Icahn, who is just trying to break eBay up. 
Um, so that <laughs> it sounds oh, I like the part about Carl Icahn. Yeah, Carl Icahn is is like the longest standing um, single investor. It's the company's largest um, active shareholder, and and uh, he he essentially um, he has the option to appoint people to the board of directors for eBay. Um, and he was kind of the driving force behind the the PayPal split uh, that was announced oh. last year. Um, anyway, what what percent? Do you know what percentage he owns? Um, I do not. Know I just, that. I'm I just sure actually, that I'm sure one could Google that if we we decided yeah. to. Here's what I think is really strange. So if you look at the actual full year earnings for eBay Enterprise total, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, it's like. In millions, right? It's represented in millions on the chart. Mm-hmm. The gross or the net revenue in 2014, um, it was up 72 million uh, from the previous year, which is a six percent gain. 1.2 billion dollars of business for eBay Enterprise. That's just the enterprise business. 1.2 nice. billion dollars, and the gross merchandise sales, right? total was about 4.7 billion dollars of of sales in the enterprise unit alone so um being that you know enterprise incorporates like the old gsi platform um you know their entire they have a whole 3pl like a, a third party logistics yeah. uh, piece of of that business there's a uh, uh display advertising and marketing there's a whole retail order management component so it's a lot more than just Magento, right? And I think I think there's a lot of people whose jobs are, you know, at stake and on the line. And and I think what we're focused on here is, you know, man, this just the timing could not be any worse for Magento as an organization, right? Yep. Yep. It's so gotta the, be kind of dis I mean, it's gotta be kind of yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um <laughs> it's got to be a little discouraging, like you're trying to get Magento 2 out, building momentum behind it. But um, yeah, it's um, do you I was I was curious, do you know, do you remember like what the stated intentions were for acquiring Magento, like specifically? Yeah. Was it like was it like in, to increase PayPal revenue by a certain percentage or to or to bring eBay merchants over to enterprise by a certain amount. Like I think it was a little bit of both. So I think they realized Magento was winning over eBay marketplace or I'm sorry, over, um, uh, eBay pro stores. Right. And and that was happening for a number of years. eBay was also a longtime investor in Magento. I think they saw a lot of, um, they saw a lot of uh, potential from the get go. right? Right. And, and so, uh, you know, eBay's message is for as long as I've heard it since 2011 has been um, they want to compete and win in all areas of commerce. Right. And so they already had they they acquired GSI, which would have been the like ultra high end, you know, 500 million plus, um, you know, uh, full service e-commerce sort of a thing. And, and they acquired, you know, uh, um, Magento, which, you know, would have been SMB is kind of what they were looking for from there probably. And I think they actually got a lot more than what they bought, what they thought they bought because eBay or, you know, eBay is winning in high end um, online commerce right now with Magento as the platform and not GSI. And, 
I think I talked about it a number of episodes ago, like back in October, that the the fact is that, you know, a lot of the the business that would have been sold on GSI's platform, you know, a few years ago is actually being sold on Magento Enterprise now. Um, and a good portion of that old platform is being replaced by features from e, uh, Magento Enterprise. So it's kind of a kind of difficult to say. I I can't see this. Obviously, it seems to be somewhat of a profitable, profitable business. You know, they're. It just maybe they're just trying to pare down and and simplify the business well, to be a just, little bit more you know yeah, streamlined. Yeah, I mean, I was just curious uh, if there were numbers on those those um, those those metrics that they like what you know, like goals that they were looking yeah, for. Yeah, so if they purchased it because they wanted you know X percent of uh, eBay uh, sellers to move over to Magento if there were numbers on what the actual percent was versus the projected and the other that's a really great that they were that's a really really great uh, question and i've got here's here's the the back of the napkin number if if since because i'm no sort of financial analyst at all okay like let's just let's 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 get put that 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 right out let's put that right out there but if if i estimate the number of known, or at least the the last stated number, I think it was like 3,500 enterprise sites, right? And let's assume they all have one enterprise license, but that's probably not the case. There's probably a lot that have more than one for, you know, multiple web heads, that sort of thing. But at $17,000 a year, that only brings it to about $59 million of gross sales. And that's just for the enterprise business. They're not mm-hmm. really, uh, they probably make some money on the uh, enterprise consulting group side of things. Um, but I don't know how many revenue generators they have as a business in the Magento platform. You know what I'm saying? And they've yeah. made a tremendous investment, um, you know, in Magento 2, which I think is the next thing that we all are probably worried about. Um, so they made a tremendous investment there and they've spent a lot of time focusing the efforts. And, you know, it's kind of a distracting thing, but it's a worthwhile distraction the whole business has been focused on that. And, you know, it just doesn't seem like if 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 59 million is kind of like where we begin in the numbers, then it's actually such a tiny part of of the net enterprise enterprise business revenue that, yeah. you know, uh, you know, whether it's making money or losing money, it's probably I, I don't know, they're probably break even as far as like I'm concerned. I'm I'm just doing some again back of the napkin figures that you know like inter, i don't know uh the magento events probably pay for themselves although imagine is probably a very expensive events event events but, you know. are events are highly i mean events are generally very not not so profitable right, right? So but like I'd, I'd i can't see them doing really... events at a huge loss right so not so, a, probably not a huge loss yeah. right so so you're probably around break even so i think you know net net you're it's probably not a terribly profitable business and if you've got the potential for about 59 million of income a year on a business you paid 180 million for right four years ago someone is probably doing some math and saying you know is this is this probably better owned by a company whose core business is you know is is this speaking of which so who 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 are we saying are the potential acquirers so i, I i'm going to not put my hat into the ring of who I think, wow. yeah, but I That's do, surprising. I will quote, um, web shop apps, um, who I thought had a really great write up on this. Uh, Karen Baker had a really great write up and, um, uh, she made some speculation who she thinks 
are probably the type of companies that would go after it. So let's assume eBay Enterprise is sold off before PayPal is, because the PayPal IPO would take a very long time to materialize, right? Because, I mean, you still have to do the whole dog and pony show, right? right. Um, uh, so there's it's going to be a very long time, probably before Q3, before something real happens there, unless something's happening we don't know about. Yeah. Uh, but so in eBay Enterprise going off before PayPal, I mean, what what she says is uh, uh, Accenture, IBM, or Oracle. Um, uh. And <laughs> none of those are very exciting. None of those are exciting. None of those are very exciting. Um, but, you know, all of them, uh, I don't know, IBM and Oracle both have, um, have uh, investment in this space already. So in this space already have their own platforms. So it'd be kind of weird to, to take on a competing platform unless the whole idea is to buy it and kill it. Um, but I can't really see like, that would be a tremendous waste of money just to, you know, demand where only closes 500 deals a year. Um, you know, Magento is closing five times that I, I don't think that demand is this as compelling of a product as Magento. So I don't know. It, I it's the future is now murky. The future seemed so clear last week, right? Right. And and the future's a little murky now. Um, I'm I'm interested what your thought is about this. What do you think? If you can look well, into the crystal ball and you tell us what you well, think the future holds. Let's let's not forget about the other option, which is Guido Jansen, who has started a crowd <laughs> crowdfunding campaign, who by the way, Guido's Guido's new title is Chief Magento Community Disruptor. Okay. Um, I, I we we came up with that the other day. I think he likes it. Um, but if you don't know Guido, he's a, he's a cool guy. He runs the Netherlands Magento meetup and uh, all around all around awesome character. So yeah, no, I, it's I, I have no idea. I mean, I I'm not. What's Guido? So Guido started a crowdfunding campaign that raised like three hundred dollars to buy Magento back from eBay, right? Did it really raise three hundred dollars? I thought it was. I, I don't know. I think it's all a joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really kind of confusing. I mean, well, we'll just have to wait and see. Hold on, we'll just have to hold on to our pants. Yeah, I and, uh, I don't really know. So Magento two looks a little bit. If there are layoffs on the eBay Enterprise side and they touch the Magento team, that that could be a disruptor for Magento two. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure that we'll hear a lot more. We're not going to have to wait very long to hear yeah. about this. I mean, we talked about Imagine already. It's I, like I think I was just starting to get to the point where I was kind of getting over all the like the emotional baggage of of issues with Magento two in the past, and I'm like, yeah, like this is actually happening. Like this yeah, it's is a real like, deal. This is a real deal. They're making like really great progress. The team is like awesome and engaging with the community and they're rolling stuff out. They're on schedule and they're, you know, people are contributing on this is awesome. And then now it's like, oh man, like if they, if they, if they lose some people, then it's going to be like, okay, I, you know, I'm just gonna, uh, I don't want to be too negative though, because, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll figure it out. I don't know that negativity let's, let's is going to get note. us very much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's, I, yeah. let's so uh, let's choose to be positive about this. And I think a lot of people were negative when eBay came in and some people, some people continue to be negative about that. I honestly don't think that, you know, Magento two or some of the things that we have today would exist without eBay. Um, 
Because you can, you can only stay VC funded for so long, you know. Magento had a lot of investors and, you know, a lot of people to please. And and anyway, I thought it was really amazing was uh, I saw Bob Schwartz yeah. who tweeted. He's like, let's get the band back together. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and in response to this whole thing, you know, uh, suggesting or joking about a potential buyback. So Bob and and Roy Rubin, uh, former CEO of Magento, and and uh, Yov Kutner, uh, CTO of Magento, and and uh, Jari Carter, um, <laughs> the four, the the dream team, the gang that of four. That would be amazing. That would that be amazing would be if that happened. You know, if amazing. Oro, if Oro had enough money to buy it, to buy Magento as an entity back out, that would get it. That would be getting the band back together. That right? would be amazing. And and like. So my understanding of, of the reason why, you know, Yove left initially was because he didn't sort of like the way eBay was handling open source. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. philosophy behind it. So the cool thing about that, if they bought it back, is that, you know, they could they could kind of do it the way that. Yeah, do it the they, way they want to do. They they wanted to do it initially. Maybe they could even buy it for less than they sold it for, which should be, which should be great for them. Not so great for the people that bought it. Yeah. Um, but that could make it more like that could make it more interesting to them. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they're sort of already moved on to the, to the new things that they're working on, but that was well, speaking of moving really on, amazing. right? Like, like this stuff happens in, in business and, and we, we deal with it and we move on, you know, we move on. And that's why we're announcing that we're going to begin to cover Shopify instead of Magento <laughs> on this podcast. We're changing the name to shop talk. So shop talk. Stay. Isn't there already a shop talk podcast? Probably. That'd be amazing. I bet that, Sorry, that's I how we grow tag. Yeah, that's how we grow tag. I stole your segue there. No, that's okay. I want you to ride my segue. <laughs> ride it. Right ride into that segue. So, um, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, no. dude. I, I'm, I, there seems to be a lot of, uh, positivity from people. They, they're, I think people are trying to keep their chins up. Uh, about this but you know obviously for all kinds of reasons nobody at magento or ebay can comment on this at all of course yeah you know so so uh you know it is what it is um (laughs) yeah that's 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 why we're here to i think we need uh, to be i think we need to be really positive and really kind of put the uh we need to we need to really hope and pray that there is a buyer Right. Pray and pray and fast. I can't see. Um, I really can't see what good would come out of someone not wanting to buy the enterprise business and eBay just deciding to shut it down. No, I mean that's you know impossible. I mean? No, I mean that's just impossible because it's a it's a highly profitable business. So well, no not for their, eBay, right? Like, well, maybe maybe six percent growth. Six percent growth is not great. Relative to their other uh, revenue streams, it may not be highly profitable. But as a business itself, it's a highly profitable business. I mean, a business that returns fifty nine million is a is a very healthy business, right? Is that the number that we back of the napkin? No, yeah, that was the number from Magento. But I I'm gonna guess that that expenditures probably match. They're probably they're probably only net neutral. I bet they're not making money. But, on but before they were acquired, they were they were 
Well, we're talking about EB Enterprise versus just Magento now. Yeah. But. Well, no, no, no. We were that fifty nine million is Magento. Let's get that straight. Yeah. Um, that's my guess. It's probably more because that's my enterprise licenses alone guess, right? They probably bring in a lot more in in uh, events and some other revenue streams like ECG, right? So, um, the the total revenue, the total revenue uh, of enterprise, uh, full is one point two billion or so eBay enterprise. That's the, yeah, eBay enterprise. The the whole eBay enterprise business. Right. And they're and they're considering selling the whole eBay enterprise. Well, we're, Correct. they're the whole eBay enterprise business. So, yeah. Well, exactly. The yeah, whole thing. I'm just my point is Magento's profitable. I mean, it's not its own organization anymore, but it when it was, it was very very profitable and attractive to investors obviously. Yeah. So, it, it it wouldn't make any sense at all for it to What just, what does Mark Lavelle yeah. do, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, this is his area. This is his. <laughs> this is Mark Lavelle's business. This is what he does. Like, he was tasked to run the enterprise business. This is got to be deflating for him, right? Kind yeah, of possibly. Anyway. All right. Enough doom and gloom. Let's I don't think there's any doom. To... What's that? Extension of the week. Let's move on to 24-7 Magento monitoring with Shopamon. This sounds like a, a sponsor spot. Like a, I know it seems like we're doing like a billion sponsors, but we're actually not. There's just a lot of stuff that. There's seemed, a lot of stuff that Kalen likes to talk about. About uh, of, it's his yeah. way of of, of getting ex, uh, talking about Magento Connect without actually it's, talking about Magento it's Connect. My it's my backwards way of getting into Magento Connect. <laughs> I don't remember how I heard about Shopamon, but it does. They do twenty four seven monitoring. But see, the thing is, is I like. Obviously, I like products that focus specific, like take a good idea and focus specifically on the Magento space. Right. And so that was kind of what caught my eye about this. So they do. So, you know, there's tons of of monitoring, website monitoring tools. But like you've always you've had the issue before where something changes on your website, some JavaScript breaks or uh, maybe a cron breaks or something and a monitoring tool, a regular monitoring tool isn't going to find that because your website is still up. It's still responding. Right. So I thought, I thought the idea of something that's Magento specific and knows what types of things to look for and looks at performance as well. I thought that kind of, that would be, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny as I, I wrote something like that, uh, not too many moons ago. Um, uh, it did all kinds of monitoring. Like, uh, if somebody, if there hadn't been an order in the last hour, you know, like, uh, generate an alert, um, and all kinds of customer type data like that, like data that's specific to e-commerce, not necessarily to like store uptime. Right. So that's kind of an interesting, interesting concept. You had tweeted out, um, the lazy catalog images, uh, extension. Oh yeah. I wanted to talk about this. Yes. Super excited about this. Yes. This is awesome. Um, all right. So Lee Safright um, uh, published, uh, well, Lee works for, um, well, let's back up. Let's back this train up. Let's back this train up. Let me right tell you quick. how awesome Lee is. Lee is super cool. Um, okay. There we go. That's, we got it out of the way. Um, Lee works for AOE and AOE is the junk. Everybody knows. Uh, Fabrizio was on the last episode. AOE um, is the junk. But uh Lee We're has insert that insert that every time we mention AOE. Okay. We could do that. <laughs> AOE is the junk. 
<laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> um, I've lost I've my been, train of I've thought been, <laughs> now. I have no been, idea what I was about you to were, say. You were too, you were too, too blown away by my. I've been told to sing more, so that's that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, no, who so told you that? Saying, so, <laughs> whoever told you that, you need to shoot him with a shotgun. Um, so you were saying that, that, uh, AOE, uh, so leaves with AOE and this, the lazy catalog images. Yeah. 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 So they, they released, they released and they didn't even like release it, release it, release it. I just saw, cause I follow Lee on and AOE's, uh, uh, GitHub on GitHub. And I happened to see it in the feed that he created this, uh, like he did a push to this brand new repo and I'm like, what is this? So I took a look at it. And uh, the name of the extension is called AOE um, Lazy Catalog Images, or LCI. Yeah. And what I think the coolest thing is, is... So the way that catalog images usually work in Magento is that as the page is rendered, the uh, the images are resized uh, to fit the container uh, based on the like output you know, helper dimensions you gave it so even if you uploaded like a 2000 pixel image uh when you tell magento to output the image you actually give it dimensions and you could say oh output it at 600 pixels but the problem is is that really slows down um uh the initial page render right yep um and so it it causes that pre-render of the images and it puts all of that into the 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 pre the initial page render so what lazy catalog images does is it actually builds a public uh, URL. And I'll tell you, I've built this kind of thing many times. It's nowhere near, what I've done is nowhere near as cool as this. This is really well thought out. Nice. But it it provides uh, an image um, URL, right? And and then it signs those parameters, you know, with the SHA to prevent uh, people being able to, to tamper with it, which I think is really freaking cool. Um, but, but the images then are, are rendered at the correct dimensions and cached through a URL instead of through the Magento templating engine, which I think in general speeds things up. And what I think is really cool is there's a problem right now. If you flush the image cache and in Magento and the page cache, uh, or a block cache that had images in it is still active, then all the images on your site are broken. And we've seen this in live sites. um, And this actually fixes all of those things. So I'm really stoked about it. And, um, and they're asking for pull requests. Uh, There's actually a to do, they want to, you know, add unit tests and that sort of thing. Um, And uh, right now they're using uh, the database storage class. Uh, Like there's a get.php. So they're rewriting requests to get.php and they're looking for, you know, better ways of handling things like, you know, being able to uh, expire cash through the admin panel and that sort of thing. I just think this is super neat. And do, uh, do they have a, do they have a feature list? uh, They kind of do in the readme. And there's two paragraphs in the readme that tell you what the features are. Okay. I kept, my eyes kept glazing past that and looking for a bulleted list. (laughs) Well, why don't you contribute a, uh, a bulleted list of features for them That's on the readme. Idea. Yeah. It's- so, d- so does it do, uh, let, let, let's say on a, you know, a, ca- a catalog or a, a category page or something like mm-hmm. a listing page, would it do individual requests for each image? 
individual HTTP requests? Well, yeah, that's that's how the internet works. <laughs> so, so the answer is yes. <laughs> do, do I have to type in a www when I visit your website? <laughs> so I was just wondering if they had like batching. Um, it's not like that. It's not like that, right? Like I. If you wanted to aggregate image requests like that or like intelligently sprite things, um, uh, Google's uh, page speed, mod page speed for PHP or Nginx can do that. True. Um, and those are really cool. But I yeah, would. Because so, yeah, so it's the same. This it's is not for that. It's basically the same. It's not. I was just wondering if it's trying to think through whether there was an additional amount of overhead happening. Um, with the lazy load, really there isn't because if there's a hundred images on a page, those would all get separate HTTP requests anyways. Yes. Um, yeah. Whether you did them regular. But think about it this way. Uh, Magento generates the URL when the page is being rendered for the first time. And the URL that it generates is for a very specific size of the image. Yeah. And the image is actually being rendered at that size and cached right. as the page is being generated. Yeah. So the page generation time is slowed down. Of course. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, that's all. But yeah, also yeah. when you flush those catalog images, when you flush the cache for that, yeah. when it regenerates them again at some point in the future, all those URLs will change. So those URLs go dark. If you have email campaigns, like how many times have you had people create an email campaign just by right clicking and getting image URL on your website? And then all your product images go away in your in your emails. Like I've had designers do that, bro, bro so many I, times. Bro, I know all about that. Yeah, I know all about. So that. there's all kinds of use cases for why this is important. And I, like I said, I've built this myself. Yeah. On multiple occasions, but this is so much nicer than anything I could do. Um, That's really cool. So yeah. does it? And so does it load all the images um, at once, or does it? Does it like look at where you're scrolled on the page to figure out which ones it wants? The actual to... uh, HTTP request is what generates the image. So it just outputs, like it formats what the URL should be for the the image renderer to to do that. Oh, this is what's also awesome, right? And I think this is why they called it lazy. Apache can take, or or, or when your browser requests the images it doesn't request images synchronously like it does javascript for the most part it it requests images asynchronously so it'll it, it could spawn an individual um uh, http da daemon request and and render those images asynchronously from each other whereas magento today when it's rendering it within a template it's all php based so it goes line by line and you know, image one has to be rendered out at the correct size before it gets to image two. So yeah. there's all kinds of reasons and ways why this is so much faster. Um, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And and I, I highly recommend that everybody go use it. So that's my nice. extension of the week. Yeah, that's cool. I know I've seen other things where like you can have uh, just with regular images, you can have like you can have them not load. You can have them lazy load. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah where where the scroll position yeah, so I, yeah. i'm coming up with all sorts of ideas this is this is a really this is a really cool idea and it's making yeah me think i think all sorts i think stuff. the front end uh piece of lazy loading images is super useful um but uh i think in conjunction with this it's even it's even more um it's even more compelling very nice very nice one other one that i had is called magecloud.net 
Oh, Magento Platform as a Service. Which you got super excited about. There's Um, just so many of them. So these guys do, so these guys are actually not, they don't actually do the hosting. They just do, they're just like sort of the, they just, they're sort of a management layer. So you can connect them to AWS. Um, and, and like, they don't like you, you have to put your AWS keys in, you know, separately. And eventually I guess they'll support other, right. Other hosting, uh, platforms and stuff. But so then what they do is they push a site up there and then they, so they initially hit me up cause they wanted to package my extension in there and stuff. And so then they have, they have a listing of extensions. So you can go, so you can create, you set up your store, then you can browse extensions and like one click install the extensions. Right. right. And right. then one click install theme. And like they do, apparently they do like auto scaling, which I, it'd be interesting to see how, how, you know, cause I know auto scaling is something that probably has to be. Yeah. Kind of, it's just, it's done through ops works. Probably they're just doing it through Amazon. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. I thought that was kind of cool. I guess they're new. So yeah, there's probably, so there's a, there's a ton of people that are, that are doing this kind of thing. There's a bunch. Um, All uh, over town. Yeah, so uh, I think I mentioned one to them, and I, I'd have to find the tweet. But there was one that uh, I think we mentioned on like show episode four or five, um, so a long time ago. And then there was uh, there's actually two Magento partners, uh, two Magento systems um, integrators or solution partners that um, have platforms like this as well. So Classy Llama has one called um, Llama Commerce. And that was unveiled at Imagine last year. And that's a like one click uh, platform as a service. It's very similar. They, um, so they, they have one click, click theme. Ex- extension. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay one click cool. theme install, one click. Uh, there's like, uh, they, they bundle a bunch of services from a lot of different, you know, vendors. So there's a nice. whole lot of value add there. It's almost kind of like, you know, I don't know. You get a lot of stuff. You know, you get a lot of, of, of value add for using them. It's not just plain old Magento CE. It's, you know, like CE plus, you know, it's like so much more to it. And then there's, um, uh, I believe Josh Warren from Creativity. They have one as well, or it was in development at some yeah, point. I think it's called launch something. Yeah. Something uh, launch. Um, if only yeah, we had Ben Marks it. or Josh here to correct us for everything to we say or every mistake. Yeah, no, and and um, I also like I it, I it kind of caught my eye because I use a similar kind of a hosting wrapper type thing for for MageMail. It's um, it's called Server Pilot, and they they basically do they're kind of a, a little management layer on top of uh, like DigitalOcean or AWS. Um, yeah, well, nobody should and, be in the hosting business, just like nobody should yeah. ever write another framework, right? It, it, like there's it, no reason to come up with a new hosting service, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's, there's, I think there's, there's the people that they package everything up. So if you go through them, you're going through AWS, like they, they, they sort of, they sort of own that side of things. And then there's the other guys where you can pick whichever cloud provider you want and they'll just hook into it. Yeah. So those, um, those so exist as well. Just a slightly different, but it's a, it's a neat, it's a neat model. Like I, it's a neat model because, you know, I like, I get great support through them and, 
and uh, it's yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a, it's kind of a neat, it's kind of a neat model. Nice. Um, yeah, because then you know they're not having to deal too much with the with the nitty gritties. Nice. Um, I thought I had more to say about that, but I don't. <laughs> and that's so all I got to say about that. And that's all I got to say, chum. <laughs> that's all I got to say, turkey. I had somebody um, call. Now you've some- become Cockney. You're like. Chim chimine, chim chimine, chim chim chiru. <laughs> nice. All right. Do you do you mind if I if I met, plug a couple new mage mail features? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so a couple couple new features I did recently, um, just to throw out there. Uh one is uh replenishment reminders. Um, so if you if you have a replenishable uh product, um, you know, like a, let's say you sell shampoo or something like that. Then you can configure on a on a product level. Say, hey, this product you know should be replenished in thirty days. This product should replenish in ninety days or whatever. So you can define that per product, and then kick out a reminder to people based on their order history. Hey, you know it might be time to reorder uh, this these given products. Um, so that was one, um, and then another another one I just did yesterday was um, uh, it's a really simple um, way to send a, a net promoter score survey. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you heard of the net promoter score? Yeah, thing? of course. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just a really simple thing. So it, imbe- it just includes a, so net promoter score is basically you ask your customers, how likely would you be to recommend, recommend us to a friend or a colleague or something like that. And then the answer right. from one to 10 um, and it turns out to be like a really good indicator of customer satisfaction. You take the nines and the tens as positives. You take the one through six as negatives. You average the positives, subtract the negatives, and you come up with a number. Um, so it's it's like a really good indicator of customer satisfaction, a really simple thing for people to do. They don't have to fill out some long, crazy survey. So anyway, I just embedded a one through 10 inside of the email, nice and responsive and everything. And a good, just a real quick way to, to do that. Um, so it's kind of fun. And then the other one was, um, so with abandoned cart emails, a lot of times you'll give a coupon in your abandoned carts, Yep. Uh, but some, but sometimes you want to differentiate between new customers that are abandoning a cart and existing customers, like right. existing customers, you don't want to give them any coupons cause you know, they, they're already in, in the, in the deal. Right. So, yep. so you can, so you can target new customers specifically with, with specific, uh, coupons you can target them specifically with specific coupons um <laughs> in a very specific in a very specific fashion. way yeah. yeah so those are those are the three new features thank you for allowing the plug all right so that that's just it. that just might be all we got that's all we got uh please check us out uh on twitter we're uh, mage talk on twitter mage talk.com uh to listen to our episodes online uh we'd also like you to subscribe via rss uh, there's a big button Underneath every single episode on the homepage, it says subscribe via, via RSS. Really hard to miss, actually. Um, and then you can uh, find us on iTunes as well. So search for Mage Talk on iTunes. Um, and we we would love to hear back from you. Uh, please leave us a comment um, or, uh, or you know, browse the show notes or, or uh, tweet us with hashtag Mage Talk Reminder. Um, <laughs> that I've hijacked from... Uh, totally hijacked that. I'm gonna <laughs> hijacked it from Kalen. <laughs> the next episode episode 21 uh mage talk turns legal that's the (laughs) oh no i know what that means (laughs) thanks for listening guys thanks guys